should I start? Um, are you recording? Yeah. Have you been recording yeah. so far? <laughs> okay, hello guys. Hello lovelies. How are you all doing? <laughs> wow. I, I, I ask this question because I care. Very true, very true. Yes. Um, hey guys, welcome to We Have No Idea. How have you been this week since? Um, it started off well. Went gym yesterday, mm-hmm. did um, sumo squats. Nice. I am paying for it today. So yeah, life's great. Wow, positivity. Just, just great. Summer body right there, is it coming through there? It is by force. By force. It is by force. How are you, Chiku? Um, I'm doing really good. Um, another day at work. This adulting life is fun, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, work was actually really good today and mm-hmm. I've enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, anything happened? Yesterday we got to listen to the amazing Scott Wilson, mm-hmm. and that was just a really amazing opportunity to be out, really amazing talk about kind of leadership and I guess understanding the things and the resources that we have in front of us and how to be a better leader in our spheres of influence. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that as well and I got to be there with you. Yeah, um, I was I was there third wheeling her babes and her and her babes. To be fair, I did walk in with you, so he was third wheeling, um, but got a bit territorial. <laughs> it was so funny. You literally looked at him and you were like, I am the captain <laughs> of the ship now. <laughs> I was like, wow, is it that deep? <laughs> well, I didn't need a hug, come on. And I gave you a hug. I remember you actually pulled me into you. Yes, I was like, it is my force. And he was just like, uh, I'm like, excuse me, I was here before you. Behave yourself, patting yourself. Patting yourself. Patting yourself. When did you get so rude? I have a 16-year-old sister. She teaches me everything. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) My life is so exciting. You can't actually see how proud she is of herself that she just used the word pattern. Yes, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Who's going to teach me such things? I know. Nobody. Come on. Wow, you're really living your best life, aren't you? Yes, I drink my tea and mind my business. Anyway, um, speaking of minding business, what has been in the news that's caught your eye this week? Um, one really amazing story I saw, so in my times, mm-hmm. reading BBC News' long reads, um, you literally see some very interesting stories about war, about genocide, about really good things. But um, one really amazing thing I saw this week was an article. War, um, genocide, good things? Okay. No, just a variety of topics. It's <laughs> like a long read and it's more so based on um, first-hand experience of something someone has lived through. Yeah. Um, most of the times it tends to be bad because unfortunately that's kind of yeah the stuff in the world and I guess when it comes to news we tend to focus on bad more than good. Yeah. Which should really be, we should have a balance because there's probably equal as many good things going on but mm-hmm. they just don't get reports upon um but this week i saw a article about a man in nigeria and he'd managed to basically pick himself out of like poverty and get his family out of poverty through chess um so he um was able to become um a chess champion yeah and made um like a lot of money off of that and then he kind of went went back to the area he used to live to Mm -hmm. he used to live in and is now teaching some of the young children chess and it's kind of given the opp- the giving them the opportunity to um, gain scholarships into universities, into schools and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I really like that idea of um, you've used something to kind of get you out of your situation and then mm-hmm. you then go back to help others. So I thought that was like a really cool news story. Um, and there's I found a whole, inspiration. There's a film about that. Huh? There's a film about that. There um, probably is, but I just saw um, it on the no, like news Queen, story. Queen of 
Kante, Kwante. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, it yeah. has um, Lupita. Lupita yeah. Nyong'o. I'm thinking, my, my guy put me on it. And then I put my dad on it. And my dad was like, oh, wow, this is so interesting. And I was like, yeah, look oh. at what other people are doing out there. Literally, are these the new movie that's been released on Netflix? And I think it's called The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. And mm-hmm. it's based in Malawi as well, mm-hmm. where I'm from. But if the movie don't know that um but it's a really cool movie i still haven't watched it yet because i need to i think i'm going home soon so i'll watch it with the mum and dad oh that's um, cute. but i think that's gonna be a really cool movie and i guess malawi isn't a country really talked about because we're not that big mm-hmm. in comparison to the other african nations and we're quite quiet we don't really have too much war there's not too much killing going on compared to like the average hey. actually compared to most places we're quite a low-key place mm-hmm. um so you don't really hear about us. So I think it was just really cool to hear that we're part of a film and it's not even a film about bad situations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind just of a, a story. Yeah, it's just a beautiful story about like a boy who lives in Malawi. Oh. So I'm really excited to watch that and just kind of see us in, I wouldn't say a positive light, but just in a light that's representative mm-hmm. of people because not everything is like roses and flowers in Malawi. No, of course, it's poverty, there's hunger, but there are people who are doing really well in business. There are people who are doctors, lawyers, we have like a vast array of people compared to any other country so yeah. I'm excited yeah um, that just reminds me of a conversation that I had with one of my friends um, he's from um, Eritrea mm-hmm. and basically I was talking about how you know we're talking about Black Panther and I was like yeah yeah, yeah. you know like he was great and stuff mm-hmm. and he was like it was so great for representation but I feel like it didn't represent I think East Africa so countries like Eritrea Ethiopia yeah. and that and I was like I, I feel like he was represented through costume and stuff like the costumes and stuff and he was like yeah and I was like I was just talking to him and I was like you know what I feel really dead representative and re- represented and he just looked at me and was like Sanzani they were speaking your language <laughs> what more <laughs> you want <laughs> You can't get any more connected to your phone, can you? It was like the subtitles were just, you know, an option for you. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, (laughs) sorry. Oh no, I totally agree from that point of view. I feel as though there was a time where anytime you'd hear about people from Ethiopia or... Mm -hmm. Um, Somalia or any of those countries around that it was when they were like um, taking over people's ships and mm-hmm. kind of um, pirates um, even there was a movie about um, I'm the captain what's the film? Um, I'm the captain of the ship um, I'm thinking Captain Phillips yeah and that's such about like Somali pirates so I haven't watched it properly I saw it at the cinemas what's it about? Um, Tom Hanks plays a thingy uh, what is it called? a well, captain a captain yeah he plays a captain and he gets captured by Somalian pirates and that's it Oh, okay. Yeah. Does it end well? Or? Yeah, Captain Phillips came back home and he was fine. Oh, no, I don't care about him. How are the Somali people represented? Because we know uh, he's always going to be represented in a good well, light. Uh, Let's not lie, it's a white saviour complex. Yeah, they weren't. Um, I feel like we just rant about like race. Anyway, we've I digressed. Don't, I don't think we rant about race. I think we rant about the narratives that exist in the media. In the media. I don't think we're pointing out anything that isn't obvious. Mm, that is true. Anyway, um, let's talk about some black excellence while we're at it. Black excellence. Black excellence. Ooh, I'd like to shout out... Um, I won't say 
too, that one gets too specific about where we're from. Um, but I saw this girl called Sarah who's running for welfare and social secretary. Mm-hmm. No, I think welfare secretary. I'm not sure if it's social, mm-hmm. but welfare. No, welfare and equality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw her promo video, and it was just so beautiful. It was like an eclectic mix of BME students with like um, went went to art, and there was a girl who recently had like an art exhibition, mm-hmm. and they had footage from there, and just kind of showing BME students in a different range of things whether that be sport whether that be fashion whether that be art mm-hmm. and she had a poem as well written to accompany the video yeah and it was just a really amazing beautiful thing and especially when it comes sometimes when it comes to student elections for things mm-hmm. i don't really tend to get involved because like i feel as though people just want the job but sometimes it's just to make their cv look good do they actually want to do it because they have a passion but just from that video i kind of saw that like she went over and beyond what she had to do and she yeah. hasn't even been elected yeah so um shout out to sarah it was just like a really beautiful show and i thought it was, it was amazing yeah it's wonderful yeah um what like black excellent story actually eh, it may sound moist but i'm proud of my guy not gonna lie is it moist? <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yes. I'm interested. Yeah. Why are you uh, proud of him? Um, just the level of hard work that he puts into um, the things that he wants to achieve and attain in life. Mm. Um, he's one of the most hardworking people that I know and the ambition, the drive that he has, um, it's something that I wish I could have to a certain degree. Mm. And basically, um, I'm proud. I'm proud to, oh. you know, have him in my life. Have you heard that, man? The amount of rude things she says about you on the daily. I'm joking. Um, but yeah. I actually yeah. do say savage things. Um, but yeah, I'm just proud. Also, I'm actually going to shout out Dave, you know, the musician. Oh, Black. Mm, that's a song. No, actually, it's not even a song. It's a preach. <laughs> a whole preach. No, get off on your phone. We're going to play a little, just a snippet. Uh, no, I don't have many for the copyrights. Oh, no. no. You're allowed to play 10 seconds. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yes. No. Um, no. Um, like basically, if you want to listen to it, go on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening. You listen to music to Black, um, by Dave, Dave Santana, or something like that. Um, it's really good, really good. But yeah, it's a terrific. So, what what is this edition about, my love? Um, so, um, I was online looking at topics and things that we should speak about, and I thought, I thought. Um, I saw a article which was 36 questions for love um, and I remember, I can't remember what the YouTube page is called but it's basically where people ask each other questions and the idea that they're meant to fall in love and they're random strangers and I was like ooh this is interesting. Um, so I was looking through the questions I saw some and the majority were applicable to like if you wanted to get into like a romantic relationship with somebody mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. some of them were just um, really cool questions to ask a friend or just to ask somebody in your life. So we're just going to work through 10, not 36. Yeah. Otherwise this would go on for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and just see like what we come out with. And I think this is a really good opportunity for us to have some like honest and frank conversation. I feel as though we're gonna learn some stuff about ourselves mm-hmm. that we might have not like processed yet. Oh. Which I think is really cool. This is like some good therapy. <sighs> we get to record it as well, which mm. is gonna be fabulous. So this is, is this your trigger warning to me? Um, I think it's a trigger warning just to anyone in the vicinity. (laughs) Um, But I've started really nice and light. So, Mm -hmm. the first question. What's the first question, Zenz? Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you you want to have as a dinner guest? A dinner guest? I would want somebody who's experienced a lot in life. And I have like a variety of five people so far who are on my list that I would like um, to come for dinner. Okay, speak on it. um, All five? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Nina Simone, mm-hmm. Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. Erica Baidu, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell. As much as you can say what you want about Naomi Campbell, she is the baddest that has ever lived. <laughs> Nobody can ever chat to her. You can't even come in her vicinity without her presence affecting you in some sort of way. That's why people get so affected by her. Mm-hmm. She makes you feel something. So definitely her. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as though they're all very women-based. Yeah. At this point in time. Why not? But I feel as though one, they're women who I connect with in some sort of way <laughs> and who almost like have experienced things that I have but have all lived different arrays of life. Yeah. Oh, um, why have I forgotten the name? Maya, Maya Angelou. Angelou. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually in my, my head, I was just, I was thinking Angelou, Angelou. No, Maya Angelou. Angelou. Yeah, Mama so Maya. That's why I am. Yeah. Um, see, for me, I would have Mama Maya Angelou. Um, at the moment, the BBC Sounds um, thing, platform, whatever. Yeah. They have her stories, like her her books, um, her autobiography. When but I was aud- born at work, I yeah, listen yeah. to them. Yeah. Um, so you can, I listen to them whenever I clean my room. Mm-hmm. So that says a lot. Um, and um, the other person that I would live, I was just watching um, Grey's Anatomy today, like mm-hmm. the latest edition in the UK. I was crying because the episode was about um, opioid um, use it, yeah. in America, the epidemic that they have. And it's just as I was watching it, I just realized like how much of a significant impact Shonda Rhimes has had through her characters in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> she has um, a range of women who uh, come from all different demographics, sexual orientations, ages, and qualifications, mm-hmm. and they work together and they see them in places of leadership in positions of power in motherhood in um, being partners being you know like incredible surgeons and all that kind of stuff and I just cried because uh, well I cried because it was so sad to see the epidemic that's going on in America Uh, however at the same time it was just like I can do anything yeah I can do anything. She created this fictional world mm. where, yes, it's fictional, but at the same time, like... They talk about real issues. Real issues, and also to see women doing incredible things. I'm like, oh, my God, I can be a badass at anything. And um, mm. I just want to sit down and thank her. Like, thank her to say, actually, Shonda, you helped me dream beyond my sphere, my scope. You, like, you helped me, like... You, like you, there's a thing called the glass ceiling but by seeing the characters that you've created yes I understand they're coming from a fictional world but you're showing me the possibility of what's out there for Mm -hmm. me and what I can achieve through hard work and how I can actually have a career and be a mom Mm -hmm. or how I can you know like travel and be unapologetic about what I want to do being a badass so yeah like even being apologetic unapologetic in faith and seeing how um like she has those two characters, um, Arizona Robbins and April Kepner. April is a very godly woman, like reads her Bible, blah 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 blah, everything, right? And Arizona is gay, and to see they're actually best friends, like how those things, um, in the world people would assume that you would just because she's a Christian and her best friend is gay, they'll be pitted against each other type of thing. But you see them, um, in Grace, how they work well together, how they their friendship is beautiful yes they do have their ups and downs like any other friendship mm-hmm. but to see how that can work i was just like yeah it's just amazing so yeah shonda rhymes oh, okay. and mama maya angelo oh. if I, yeah if i had to choose one mm-hmm. out of my five i would say nina simone mm-hmm. just because of the life she's lived so basically um she was um born in the south um and 
at the time it was still um, like res- racial segregation happened. <laughs> when did that finish? <laughs> Where I'm sorry. That's a fair point. <laughs> Shame. Might not be in the law, but it might still happen to her. Yeah. We continue. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born at a time where um, obviously that was still occurring and um, she was very good at music so one time um, they were just doing a church service so she went up to play like the piano and there was a white lady at the back and she was like you were really good and mm-hmm. stuff so basically the white woman is like um, I will teach you how to play so for her whole life she learned how to just play classical piano um, and then it got to the point where she was ready to go to um, New York to pursue music properly so they had a collection for the church and basically sent her out to um, just play it and she applied for um, one of the universities and she got denied it was only until like 10 years later she found out because she was black oh. her skill ability was like completely there so she was basically in New York she got she flunked out while well, she didn't even get into the university so she had to learn um, she had to get a job so she started as waitress but then ended up being a singer mm-hmm. in like clubs and bars and they basically were just like if you don't start playing some jazz music or something of this time you're going to get fired so her parents were very Christian so she'd do it she'd be saying I'm going to work in the middle of the night and be working at this places and then um, fast forward um, she gets very famous but off of like the jazz musicians but there was still part of her that she never was able to have a childhood yeah. because she was just playing piano so much and even like when the kids wanted to play with her they just wanted her to play music and so they could dance mm-hmm. so they're kind of using her for a purpose and then she ends up getting with her husband who is her manager and again it seemed to be like a cycle and a pattern of um just again somebody using her for their own benefit um, benefit and then there was a lot of drug misuse and then by the end um she ended up being diagnosed with a um, mental health condition but quite a lot of people thought that was triggered by just the amount of drugs that she used yeah but through her lifespan she went through so many ways of trying to reinvent herself of who am I becoming? She always wanted to be this classical pianist, but she'd become too popular now mm-hmm. that the classical people wouldn't take her seriously. Mm-hmm. So I think she's just lived a very like full life when it comes to the civil rights movement, when it comes to moving back to Africa to trying to find herself and then kind of jumping from place to place and never really knowing her fit mm-hmm. in any sphere. So I'd really love to have just a conversation with her to be like, did she manage to find peace in that whole situation? How? She lived a very full life. Yeah. So I think we'd have a lot to talk about. I think one thing, like um, trying to find peace in the unknown, that's 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 a very scary concept. But I feel like that's something that a lot of um, African-Americans struggle with. That's mm. a lot of things that um, they experience. I could be wrong. I'm not African-American. I've never had that experience. Like, I know where I'm from. Like, trust me. Like, I can go to the hospital that I was born in. Um, but like yeah it's an identity thing that a lot of african americans do experience yeah um okay um so our next question is what's your most most treasured memory um my most treasured memory i'd say um when i was i can't remember how old i am um but it was with my mum and dad we'd gone to blackpool i remember because it would always be at like summer holidays and then we would like go to Spain or something. Mm-hmm. So then my mum and dad like, now we're going to make like a proper effort when it comes to summer this year. And we went to Blackpool and it rains the entire time. Wow. And it was it was just one of those hilarious ones because mum and dad like tried so hard. Like we went to the amusement park and they weren't going to go on rides because like they know those stuff kills. So <laughs> I was like literally on the rides by myself as well. But they were there just like smiling, just like, oh yeah, having fun, like literally walking around with me this like, Background and stuff, and like they really tried this. <coughs> <coughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, 
um, it's one of those like memories that like nothing went right at the time. Mm. But it was so much fun. I was looking through my Google Drive and I just saw pictures from that holiday, and just like how chilled out they kind of looked and. Yeah, like it was one of those holidays that like you feel so everything kind of went wrong at the time, but like when you look back, like it was a really fun memory, and it was like yeah, it was just a good few days that everybody just got to chill out and just like relax for a bit because the UK is hectic and work life is hectic. Yeah, so that was really good. Oh. What about you, Sans? Um, I feel like my most treasured memory or memories is whenever I am dancing with my siblings. Oh, that's so cute. Would you like to bump and grind too? Um, no, we don't bump and grind. I have a four-year-old brother and a sixteen-year-old sister. We're doing hip hopping. Yeah, or like the cha-cha slide. Not even cha-cha slide. Like we t- we taught him how to do the nene when he was like three. We taught we tried to teach him how to dab. It didn't work. Um, so it's a lot of jumping. Do you know how to dab? Yes, I do know how to dab and dab. Um, You're uh, a child. <laughs> well, I do play with kids, my siblings. Um, but like. Yeah, it's a lot of jumping, a lot of like hair, you know, like hair flipping and like just like going for it. Head banging. Head banging and like, you know. Yeah, I love dancing with my siblings. Aww. They make me happy. That's a cute one. And they're very nice and cute as well, your sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, he runs in the family. It must have skipped the first one. No, it started here. I'm joking. It just elevated as they grew up, as it went down. <laughs> but so yeah. Cute. Um, next question. Mm-hmm. Um, share with me the last time you cried in front of someone. Ugh, man. It was, um, hey. Oh, I don't know. I've cried on the phone with people before. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah? Yeah, cried on the phone. Um just felt I think at that time I just felt overwhelmed and like mm-hmm. I did not have control over things mm-hmm. and that I well I've learned that I, it can be a bit of a control freak and that just be, yeah so it was just a little bit like yeah yeah it wasn't wasn't the most pleasant thing yeah because it was a moment where I was like I think it's going left to right and then just cried and yeah fortunately the person was amazing and he gave me a hug even though I didn't want a hug at the time but he gave me one did you feel better after crying? was it like an energy release? no it was more like yeah, I was going oh no but did it feel better to let it out or no difference? no difference um the last time I cried I think it was about work so like anybody who knows me I'm like very driven I'm very like plan orientated mm-hmm. like I have a five year plan and then I have a ten year plan a fifteen year plan I've got a spreadsheet and all that jazz mm-hmm. um, and I feel as though just work wasn't going towards that plan like I do feel as though I was making the strides and the achievement and the impact that I felt as though I had so I feel as though in that sense I felt like a failure mm-hmm. so I was literally on the phone to my mom like like I'd, I've cried like a few times as well in the same situation which I feel as like after the first one I've released the energy and the frustration and the anger but no there was just more coming mm-hmm. as well so I think the most recent time which is only like three weeks ago or so I was actually crying on the phone and I was like to my mum and dad like this was like multiple conversations crying which sounds me like mm-hmm. was intense I was crying to my mum I'm just so frustrated that like they're just not giving me enough work they're just duh 
And I think it was just the sheer fact that I feel as I'd failed mm-hmm. at everything I've kind of tried my best to be the best and I've always been able to achieve and get to that next stage but I feel as though in this situation I was failing hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that definitely like just scared me so I was just crying out of like sheer frustration and out of like I've done everything that needs to have played by the book, I've smiled at like everything that said, I've laughed at all the jokes that just... I'm just not achieving anything. So I think it was just an emotional like war cry. I'd describe it, I was just kind of over the situation. I was just crying because I needed to f- release the frustration. See, whenever I cry to release frustration, I think it tends to be in the presence of God. That's it. Mm. Yeah, I cry in the presence of God because I'm like Jesus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's why I get emotionally like incredibly vulnerable. So if you see me crying in front of you, Mate, like I would do my absolute best not to, but if I do it in front of you, that matters, because I only like I try and cry in the presence of God. Mm. Well, in front of my mom sometimes, but then when I'm around my mom, it's more of like crying out of anger, <laughs> rather than I want to throw th- not things at her or whatever we're talking about. It's just I'll be angry at something, and that just crying is the best thing. Just to let it out. Yeah. I totally get what you mean. I feel as like sometimes like the only way you can release it is anger, because mm-hmm. we're not really violent like that. Mm-hmm. I know some people tend to throw things around the room, but like I just know my mom would beat me up so hard afterwards mm-hmm. if I checked something. Mm-hmm. So I think crying is like the only available option I had. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you could never cry in front of people. I think it's only since I've gotten a relationship that I've re- allowed myself to become more emotional in Aww. that sense. Because you have to get vulnerable, don't you? And I really don't like it. Well. That's how you build up a relationship, folks. I know. Yeah. Um, what's the next um, question before we get way too into our feelings? I don't oh, have yes. time for that. Get deep. Um, the next question is, tell your partner, mm-hmm. Sens, mm-hmm. Cheeky, mm-hmm. what you like about them, and be very honest this time, saying something that you might not have said to the person when you met them. So not anything like superficial or like easy. Say something we like about each other. I like the relationship you have with your parents. Okay. I do. Um, like I speak to Chiki's mom, which is a bit odd. Like <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, hi, auntie. How are you? Um, yeah, I like the relationship you have with your parents because yes, they may be out there living their best lives, but at the same time, I feel like you guys just like gel well together mm-hmm. and how you communicate with them on a regular basis and stuff like that like it's beautiful like they're still part of your life even though you're not at home does that make sense um which is quite beautiful so yeah i like the relationship you have with your parents oh it's beautiful that's so cute thank you what i like about you is i like your ability to um connect just with like various people like i feel so with me i kind of have like a box I need people to spit into my certain box and I've definitely like tried to kind of reach out to it but you're very like I'm not sure if you just do it intentionally or you just kind of have to force it sometimes mm-hmm. but just kind of allowing people into your circle and like getting to know people mm-hmm. and then sometimes I'll see some they're like nah we don't gel so I kind of like just skirt skirt mm-hmm. to the left so I don't even have to like walk in their line of sight because I know that there's an obligation for me to kind of yeah. speak to them mm-hmm. in a sense of the rules that we have but yeah um, yeah, I really like that you're just able to connect with like a lot of people. Yeah, because I'm weird. Because I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. You are very strange. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very strange child. Um, 
I said, oh, this is one thing that actually, I had a moment of a revelation when I was at work. Being black is not a personality. Amen. Uh-huh. Like, because I was like, as a black person, like, I have such varied interests. I have such a varied um, music um, catalog, I suppose, interest. Um, I have very varied interest in regards to what to, what I watch. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 like the only time I've watched any of those live and hip hop things is the Cardi B highlights, oh, and that's I it. Love, have, I love a bit of ratchet TV. See, I don't watch that because I don't have time. Huh? I used you don't to watch w- the YouTube clips. Yes, I used to watch Made in Chelsea when it first came out, and I was like, yeah, no. yes, because just I the watch- staring of Made in Chelsea is my favorite. Just a oh, darling. Doffy, you did that to him? To him? And it's just stare. Yeah. Stare. Yeah. Du, 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 du. Plus, um. That's the, Ratchet TV as well. No, that, that, that is posh. Rash, no, that falls in the Ratchet TV. Let's brand them all with the same brush. <laughs> um, I like the music as well. Well, I like the music that they played. It was quite like indie, cool, vibey type of music. I, I used to like, you know, type of thing. Um, gel well with it. Um,. Yeah, like, I think it's because I have such varied interests, that's why I can connect with people easily. So once I find something that I have in common with that person, that helps, I can then build on that, build Mm -hmm. a friendship, build a relationship on that, and then be very, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm like that with everybody. Like my black guy friends, I walked walk up to them and be like, "Wagwan, well, my G." Um, do you really? No, actually, I do. Like I was speaking to one of my friends yesterday, and I was like, "Yo, Wagwan," um, and wow. yeah, I like my guy. Sometimes like, <laughs> there was a day when he saw me, fist bumped me instead of hugged me, and I was like, "What? When did we do this? <laughs> like, when did we? When did we agree on this? <laughs> like, what?" And then I have aunties where I'm like, you know, re- respectful and like yeah. when approaching, but it's because understanding that you come to people at different layers and different, yeah. like whatever helps you connect with them. I think that's what helps me do that best. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say something about a comment you just made. Oh, um, like, have you ever had the situation where I've done it? Where um, every time, because we're both in roles where we connect with people, mm-hmm. I have my six starter questions. Oh. Have you ever had a situation where somebody just kind of like, yep, no, yep. And then you get to your sixth one, you're like, you haven't asked me anything back. How do I get out of this situation? Because you obviously don't want to talk to me. Um, if they don't want to talk to you, if you can tell like somebody's body language, you just exit that gracefully and be like, okay, you're not for me. But then here's the thing. I always ask open-ended questions, and that too, way. But sometimes I still like, like they don't yeah. want to talk to you. If they want to, don't. And I they, think that's fine. Yeah, I can sense after the second question. I'm yeah. like deuces. But like deuces, but but like at the same time, like um, people like talking about themselves. Mm. So yeah, just focus on them. Um. So next question. Mm-hmm. So this one's a bit of a deep one. Mm-hmm. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone. What would you most regret not having told somebody? And why haven't you told them that? I would most regret um, talking to my grandparents. Um, I miss them and I think I need to do better in regards to having a more of a close relationship with them. I love them to bits, they're my second parents, they'll always be. Um, but it's my grandparents, yeah. Are they still at, um, in, in home? Sim. Yeah, yeah. In Sim. Um, they know that I love them. They know that um, 
you know like I do things to make them proud and everything like that but it's just having a closer relationship I suppose mm. I think that's the same like I have a close relationship with my parents mm-hmm. but I feel as though like our relationship is still very like child parent whilst I'm now like at 21 I feel so like when it comes to certain conversations I always feel super awkward because we've never discussed anything in that realm that doesn't before. change like I'm 24 next month that hasn't changed yeah I know but I remember some of the conversations you've had mm-hmm. like even speaking about your um, significant other that sounds so politically correct mm. um, speaking about um, the person you're dating um, with your mum and it seemed like such an easier conversation than I had mm-hmm. like I had mine like my mum in fairness like she screamed a few times but she was quite chilled about it in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things but I was so nervous about the whole entire thing so I feel so maybe the psychology of how I speak to my parents I'm still a child in quite a lot of things mm-hmm. where like, I remember you had the discussion with me, and you're like, Chiku, you're like a grown woman now, and you have to have grown conversations with your parents. I was like, I'm going to have to get a grown beating as well. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the energy that I'm going to approach my parents with. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that, like, you still mean, like, respect but you still yeah. have, to have those conversations. But in my head, I am still confused as to how do I even navigate some of these subject matters. Yeah. Um, so I think it's kind of... Um, I guess having those conversations with my parents, some of the weird, awkward ones, and also, like, I don't think I know my mum and dad's stories at all, mm-hmm. like, of coming to the UK, of dealing with the stuff that they've dealt with, because I see them as mum and dad as heroes and those people who've protected you and stuff, but they have dealt with, like, a lot of things. Like, I remember watching another podcast, and she was, like, saying, I understand why my mum doesn't have friends. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't have close friends because people have definitely hurt her mm-hmm. in this life. People have definitely hurt her because of the decisions she's made. Mm-hmm. And not having those conversations about, like, what have you experienced? What have you gone through? Why do you act the way that you do now? Because mm-hmm. I feel as though, like, definitely with immigrant parents, there's certain characteristics that are the same because of some of the hardships they've all experienced. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though we never know that because we never have the conversation. Um, I've had those conversations with my mum. Like, I know the stuff that she's gone through and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, going back to me encouraging you to talk to your parents about your significant other and things. It happened. Uh, it happened. However, I feel like having an honest and open relationship, especially with your mother, yeah. is very, very important. Because when having those discussions, sometimes when I'm talking to my mom, I'm not asking for her approval. I'm just mm. wanting her to know what's going on in my life to keep her in the loop yeah. of what's going on in my life. Because if anything were to happen, I don't want, let's say, for example, you live away from home at the moment. If anything is to happen to you and then there's this boy in hospital with you, your parents are like, who are you? Oh, yeah, type but they're, of situation. they're still cool with that bit. Yeah, this, get, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, but like, who are you? So I want to be in a place like if anything was to ever happen to me, mm. it's not a surprise bringing somebody. Please, I'm thinking of the hurt that may bring, like my daughter did not feel comfortable enough to have this conversation yeah. with me. I would hate that if I was a parent. Like I want my children, even I may not agree with it, but at least I know about it and they don't have to hear it about from auntie X or Y, Z yeah, type that, of thing. Oh, we've so, seen you yeah. with Tandeka. Yeah. Oh, we've seen you with... Mm-hmm. Tony, or we've seen you with Joshua, yeah. whoever, yeah. So, on to the final question, guys. Um, so, the last question is Is there anything too serious to be joked about? Yeah. Um, uh, to me? Yeah, to you. If I don't know you that well, there's certain things that you don't joke about. Seriously, like, I don't know you that well. Stop trying. Like, here's the thing 
if I don't know you well enough and then you start to use self-deprecating humor towards me, I, mm. I'll, nah, mm-mm, I don't know you like that. I really don't because to me yeah. you're just rude. Whereas um, <laughs> you can tell me like, oh, my friend, you look like a foolish god today. That's fine. Yeah, because we know each other We like know that. each other. You know, yeah. like we've built that friendship. We have that foundation. But if I don't know you and then, because to me, if you come and be like, oh, sense that, like, just like be self-deprecating towards me. Like, I feel attacked mm. because I'm like, what did you I do to you? You not know me like Yeah, that. like, what did so I do to you? coming at me, that's how Like, Come on, like we're not that close. So um, be polite, be respectful. Respect yeah. takes you, it takes you to different places. And yes, someday we may build the friendship where we can roast each other peacefully. But we're not there yet. So pattern yourself. Mm, levels, mm-hmm. the levels. Um, joked about family because mm-hmm. everybody has different relationships with family. Mm-hmm. So like you don't know, you never know the person's energy on that. And again, like just understanding the person. But I feel so. You just you never joke about family to that point because, like you don't you just don't know. And I feel so it's just one of those like places where there's a lot of bombs and minefields. Yeah. So you'd rather just stay away from that area altogether instead of trying to like navigate and work through it. Mm-hmm. And people's children as well. Mm-hmm. People like feel some type of way about their children. It doesn't matter if their child is like the worst person ever. Mm-hmm. Like, don't come at people's children mm-hmm. otherwise you're gonna catch hands yeah even like with your in-laws i don't think i would ever be in a place where i can joke about my partner in front of his mom and dad like oh n- no no that's not that his parents yeah at the end of the day her loyalty is to him mm-hmm. she, she'll fight you mm-hmm. if it comes to it she'll fight you for mm-hmm. her son that's her son rightfully that is her son mm-hmm. so yeah she has to like no she doesn't even have to like you she has to tolerate you yeah she toler- she tolerates me and yet she loves her son she does Mm -hmm. and that's just how it's gonna be Mm -hmm. um and it's not that deep um and i think that's all the questions that we have on the list for today Mm -hmm. so i think that's a really cool insight into our psyche a bit better and our understanding our friendship and the way in which we do things um so we hope you've enjoyed this guys um where can they find a sense you can find us on Spotify at the moment and also you can find us on Instagram at WHNI underscore we have no idea that's our Instagram page mm-hmm. our personal handle it's I am sense and um, the life of Cheeky um, you can also find that in our bio mm-hmm. um, and try to like comment ask us questions if you'd like um, on our Instagram we've got like a very lovely feed that sends any here has been curating and making really beautiful um, but as always, we'll just leave you guys with a prayer to finish off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Will you pray over us, Chiku? Um, yeah. Awesome. Um, God, we come to you now. God, we just thank you for this day, for this time. Um, we thank you that you created us for a moment such as this to just have influence in our spheres, God. When it comes to those hard questions in life, we know that mm-hmm. you are always the answer and we will always turn to you. Yes, Lord. In relationships and friendships and business decisions, in all areas, God, you yes, are God. the answer. So I thank you that you continue to be present, you continue to be mighty, and we can just put our trust and faith in you and all things that you do. I thank you that we have this podcast and every single listener, Mm -hmm. every single person that decides to tune in God, they are a blessing Mm -hmm. that you have, I guess, entrusted this podcast and this interested this podcast to us to kind of like Mm -hmm. speak your words speak your message obviously with fun with love with peace god Mm -hmm. we just thank you again and we just pray for every single person who's listening that they'll have a blessed day blessed week blessed life god in all things we give glory to you in jesus name amen amen 
thank you for listening guys have an amazing rest of the day night whatever you're doing bye guys bye 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 awesome see you guys <laughs>